Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, what's up? It's cheating ass Myron, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. <laughs> but who am I to judge like I'm suing you? Whole gang got on bus, you can't tell who is who. Gucci better around my waist like So we got cheating ass Myron off the porch with us today? Yeah, 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 man. Cheating ass Myron, man. Yeah. How you feeling today, bro? Uh, I'm good, I'm good. I'm all right, man. Blessed. Happy, man. Yeah. A lot of blessings been coming my way, so I'm good. I see that, man. Been going up, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Got, got to keep the water running, man. <laughs> yeah, Shout out to my brother Puncho, man. That's his favorite line. We got to keep the water running, man. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming in today, bro. Yeah, appreciate so, y'all uh, for having me, man. I've been trying to get on this porch for a long time. Like, for real? Okay. Man. That's love, man. Real You're talk. here. You're here. <laughs> so how you feeling about this new year, man? Uh, I mean, it's still the beginning, man. So far, so good, man. You know, I mean, I got things I'm trying to set in stone to get, you know what I'm saying, to get going and things like that. But, I mean, ain't no complaints yet. Okay. We got Trump ass out of the office. Man. Thank God. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we got Trump Took ass. Took four years, man. Yeah, that's the first start. That's the first start, man. So, hey, so far, so good, man. Yeah, I feel that, man. So, um, originally from Milwaukee, right? Yeah, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. So, what was it like growing up in Milwaukee? Ah, man. Milwaukee. It's crazy because people think Milwaukee like uh, white people, cows, cornfields because they hear Wisconsin. You know what I mean? But Milwaukee is terrible, man. It's a rough like city, city man. Yeah. The city of Milwaukee. I grew up on the north side, 24th and Locust of Milwaukee. Man, that's the north side, man. You got like Burleigh, Center, Chambers. Like it's ah, Keith. So many, man. <laughs> but right in the middle, man. But growing up over there, it was like you seen a lot 
you seen a lot. Like I wasn't the one that did it. I was around a lot of people that did stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. was the one that was just like running with them. What I did little stuff, but not nothing like life threatening. You get what I'm saying? But I seen a whole lot, man. So it was like it was real rough. Like I seen some some stuff. Yeah. And I can't say on camera, but I seen some stuff like for real, for real. But yeah. that's how I knew I wasn't the one that wanted to do it. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that. I feel that. <laughs> but man. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was. It was, it was, to me, I don't know, growing up over there was pretty cool though. Like, all your, you know, ain't nothing like that. Your neighborhood growing, running around with your friends and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That was better over there to me than my friends at school at the time. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, you know, the whole neighborhood, the gangways and all that, you know, a lot of gunshots. And, oh yeah. But when you over there all the time, you just adapt to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was rough though. I just wasn't the one doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was definitely rough. Yeah. Wise decision, man. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, definitely a wise decision, man. Like, and I had dare. Y'all know, I forgot what that stand for, man. Like drugs, like I don't smoke weed or nothing either. Like I drink, but I don't smoke weed. Yeah. We had a dare program when I was in elementary school, man. Dare it's, to keep the kids off drugs. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. what the acronym was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was, the little dog and all that, yeah. man. And I had friends when we was like in the fourth grade, they was already smoking weed. I thought they was crackheads then. I'm like, man, y'all some crackheads. Cause all I cared about was basketball then. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, y'all some yeah. crackheads. You know, man, we was fourth grade, like 10, 11, smoking weed already. <laughs> we used to steal weed from my uncle, man, and didn't know what we was doing, man. Like, we'd sell it, like, we'd get like a, man, I don't even know what size it was. That was so long ago, man. I'm quarter pound of weed, sell it for like $5 off. <laughs> my uncle would be mad. <laughs> Just giving it away. Yeah, because my cousin used to steal it, though, and I'd be with I told you, I would never want to actually steal it. Like, he was going in his room, my uncle used to sell weed, he would steal it, and then I'd just be like the lookout. And yeah. then when he get it and we sell it, we sell it for like five dollars. <laughs> and then we happy that we both got like two fifty. We was going to the store buying cookies and chips. And then like later at night, he be going to the crib, mad, snapping. Who stole my dad? He knew it was us, but he he could never prove it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when we grew up, it's like I can't believe we was doing that. Dog. Five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. Just giving it away. We was like we was in the fourth grade, fourth and fifth grade, but we knew that people smoked it. But he, my cousin was just I was following after him. <laughs> you know what I'm he was the bad one. Dog. That's funny. I so, forgot about that. Were you always known as like the, the funny one of the group? Oh yeah, the funny fast one. I was fast as hell. That's fast. why it's funny that I be running these videos. Cause <laughs> my family would tell you like, one thing they always say, like dude, I ain't never got no clothes on. Cause I'm always in my drawers running. <laughs> they say, uh, I'm always running and then I'm funny. And that's, that describes my whole childhood. Like I used to always be in the mirror or like when we have dance contests, you know, the aunties for a dollar, I was always the skinny nephew. It was a lot of boys and I would take my shirt off and I knew I looked stupid dancing and doing all that so that carried over into adulthood uh running fast i used to be a picker i used to pick all the time with my cousins because i knew they couldn't catch me like hit them with rocks and stuff <laughs> and then take off and they used to piss them off they could never catch me you know what i'm saying i ran track fourth What's grade that? i went that fast i came in third place but hey i wasn't running out of fear that day though that's why i was running just for fun <laughs> <laughs> they had had somebody chase me that day i probably would have either came and uh, <laughs> I'd exceed it first. I don't even know it was above first place, but I'd have got it. You would have got it. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. That's yeah, that's the same, man. That, that it just carried over to adulthood, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I definitely, like definitely the goof one. Got whoopings every day. Yeah. Birthday, my dad would set me up. He'd be like, um, so how was school? You know, I'm young, you know, we don't know how to lie. Like we think we outsmart. How was school? Oh, it was good. He like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I ain't getting trouble. She ain't say nothing. And then he'd send me on the couch and play the voicemail. Teachers used to leave a voicemail oh, yeah. on the house phones. Mm -hmm. And he'll play and it'd be, I couldn't stand Miss Tokars. That's why I remember her name. 
Yeah, Myron had a difficult day today, you know, and stuff like that. And I'll get my ass whooped in the room again. I'm like, man, I, I just never learned. But it's paying off now, you know what yeah, I'm saying? for real. <laughs> a lot of ass whoopings. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you get your start online? Like, what were some of the first skits, or were you even doing skits? What were you doing? Um, No, it's crazy, because I started off doing stand-up first. Like, trying okay. stand-up first. And then I was paying attention to, like, uh, the internet. Was I really, because you know, Vine and all that was out, but I still wasn't sold on it. Like people blowing up like DC and Country Wayne and them. But then I started, you know, as Vine was over, then Instagram happened. And then I started seeing people blowing up from even Facebook. I was like, hold on, like, at the time, I ain't got no money to travel stage to stage for people to see me. You know what I mean? Like, so why not jump on this internet? I knew I was silly and funny. I just didn't have a niche. You know, I ain't know. So I just, I was working like, I had my job like nine years and I finally quit. And I was like, you know what, I'm finna just go ahead, do these videos. And I went full force. It took a while, like, my, uh, I had a video go viral in 2014 on accident and I wasn't even making videos then <laughs> by Young Thug. What happened? Um, remember that song came out? Lifestyle. Okay, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, we were drunk and I was at my homie's house one day and they was like, uh, that song was playing and we was drunk. You know, that's when you just being natural. I wasn't trying to be funny. And this is when they were having, remember they was having a rumor saying gay and all that. They were saying a rumor about him and Richard McQuarrie, young thug, gay. I didn't believe it, but me being silly, I ran with it. But um, we was all partying and I was like, I'm like, man, y'all, I said, y'all heard what he said? They like, what? I said, man, he said some gay shit. They listen. And I was like, they was like, what did he say? I said, I said, he said, lick the tip, top, tip of the dick, and that's just the beginning. Everybody started listening for it, and I'm cracking up because I knew I was lying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I took that joke to stage, and then it worked. And I'm like, damn, this shit really worked. So then at the time, like I said, I wasn't even doing videos. I didn't care about social media. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm finna make a video and put this on Facebook just so other people in my city could see it, because it was so funny to me, and it was working on stage. Yeah. And I did it, and it went viral. Crazy thing is, it went viral, and I didn't even know, because I didn't care. I'm at work three days later, my friend hit me, hey, you know you got 300-some thousand views on uh, Facebook? I said, what? Like, how you know that? And I don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I go look at it, boom, that was on a Wednesday. I had made the video Monday, then on Friday, my sister boyfriend called me, hey man, you on Worldstar, right? So at the time, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. This is before me doing videos and knowing how it works and all that. So I got excited. I'm like, oh man, like I made world stars. So I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like my my uh, best friend Gio. He like he said he like nigga we made it. No, this he telling me like we think we didn't we own. He like bro they finna start calling you now. Man, that shit didn't happen. Then nothing happened. I was still working for like four more three more years. <laughs> but we thought the world we thought we made it because the world star post. And then once I became cheating ass Myron. Uh, 2017, uh, you know, when you keep going at, going at it, mm-hmm. you eventually find your niche. And I feel like that's just what happened. I just kept making, I took a break from that. I let that ride out. Then I was like, let me try. And I was hoping I'd come make another one. So then 2017 came, I ended up making my first cheating ass Myron video, not knowing what I was creating. Yeah. Just woke up, made a video, getting kicked out the house in my drawers, carrying a big old pit bull in the rain, having oh, my yeah, girl snap on me. Yeah, and everybody thought it was real and it hit a million overnight. And I was like, this time I'm finna keep going. So I was like, they think it's real. So I was smart enough to know that. So I kept doing videos like that, different situations. And they were all, everyone after that was like a million, two million, three million, four million, five million, this and that. And then it ended up on um, uh, Ridiculousness, my sex dial video, when she caught me cheating and I said it was a sex dial and that was all that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> 
I did that. She came in. I'm like, it's a, it's a sex doll. You know what I'm saying? And I always hit me when I got the receipt. And man, it, it, it was a lot of classics, man. And then I just never looked back after that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Fofo came after that. I just so saw Shaq rapping to Yeah, Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. That's my homie. He was like the second celebrity to ever reach out to him. He actually DM'd me first. When I met when I originally talked to Shaq, he DM'd me. He thought I was serious. <laughs> about me. the cheating? No, about the uh the Fofo video. Oh, okay, okay. So and this is before Fofo even blew up on social media. I was just cheating as Myron. Then Fofo blew up when I uh, did a video with this uh, singing girl named Kaylin Castle. Like we did it and they thought we were serious too. So that's what made that. They thought I was trying to rap for real. But she can really sing, you know what I mean? But way before that happened, I was Arsenal, battle rapper Arsenal, first celebrity ever say something to me. Really? He was like, man, keep it up, uh, cheating at my whatever. He posted my photo for my little fast rap, boom. And I guess Shaq seen it off his page. I put two and two together. He never told me this, but that's how he had to see me. And then um, he DM'd me one day and was like, hey, he said that rap you did was fire. I'm driving, I pull over, I'm like, this can't be Shaq Shaq. And it was a blue check. <laughs> I looked at it, I'm like, dang. So after that, I just, uh, I wrote him back and I was like, uh, once I realized it was really him, seeing all the followers. And I was like, I was like, man, I don't rap, man. I said, that was just like fake, you know what I'm saying? And then he was like, he was like, oh, nigga, I thought you rap for real. This was Shaq's head. And I was like, nah. So then he started sending, he at work, you know, he'd be at the studios doing the halftime shows. You mm -hmm. see he could work or whatever, or some at home. He's doing like uh, lip syncs of my stuff, like playing it in the background, like what you probably seen on my page. And yeah. You do all this stuff like this. And I'm like, like, dude, like really messing with it. He did like two or three of those. And I was like, oh, this phase with Shaq gonna just die. He, he's just messing with me now. But now it's 2021 and that was 2018. And we're still friends. Like he'll randomly call, check on me. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I love you. Like just check, you know, messing with you. And I like yeah. that. Like, Dope, man. Yeah, when you first started, did you ever think, hey, I'm gonna be friends with Shaq one day? Yeah, I know. <laughs> nah, nah, I wasn't thinking that. A lot of people, man, like even Michael Blackson, that's one of my tight homies, man. He, he just, just let brought me open you out at a show, right? Yeah, but it's random because I was um, at a bowling alley that I was doing something because my mom passed away. So, you know, Ashley had threw me something, like, especially for my mom's birthday. It was her birthday. You know, I invited all my friends and things like that, and we were there. And it's crazy because I looked at my phone late. I seen the message like 45 minutes late, and it's Michael Blackson, like, hey, I want to see your stand up come uh, open up for my show tonight. And I'm like, and it's a personal text, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, instantly, I got nervous. I had this, I had this shit so bad. I was nervous. <laughs> I went and shit in the bowling alley. I got so nervous. In the bowling alley. Because, you know, pressure on. It's like, damn, it's Michael Blackson. Not that I'm scared to get on stage, but it's like Michael Blackson, the pressure on. I can't mess up. You thinking? Then I told him, I said, why are you panicking? I said, you know, you funny. Just go be you. You know what I mean? Just go be you. The same Iron you been. This is why he liked you already. This is why you didn't did like 10 videos with me. You know what I mean? So I did that and it it worked. Everything hit, boom. You know what I'm saying? So definitely was good, man. Yeah. Good looks, man. Were there any comedians that you looked up to when you were growing up? Definitely. Uh, my, my favorite, man, everybody probably know that because they say uh, Chris Tucker, man. That's my okay. favorite. That's my favorite comedian in the world, man. I remember when Friday came out, I was like, dog, funny. He was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and it was his energy, man, too. Outside of his Facebook expressions and stuff, he had amazing energy, man. You know what I mean? Of course, you got other people, Jamie Foxx, and I can name a lot of people, Martin and uh, uh, Bernie Mac and Eddie Murphy. Like, it's a lot of people that's way before me, people I've seen growing up. Like, all the greats, the typical greats that you could possibly think of, I love all of them. But right now, my favorite, too, Chris Tucker is my favorite of all time. Then it's this guy, uh, Tony Roberts, man. He's funny as hell. Mm. If y'all don't know that, is, look him up. He's like a very seasoned, well, household name in a stand-up comedy. He's just not like Kevin Hart with the movies and stuff. You get what I'm saying? But 
he's a very he's a household name in the stand-up world. Dude yeah. is hilarious. And that's like if I could do a show, it would be me, Tony Robbins, and Chris Tucker. Yeah. Like most definitely. Them dudes is hilarious, man. Yeah. Facts. How much different is it doing stand-up compared to these online uh videos? Oh, it's it, it's it's definitely different, man. Either you you have it or you don't. Like a lot of internet comedians won't they scared to get on the stage. And it's not that they probably can't do it. They're so afraid that they put in their head they can't do it, so they don't even try to learn. Or they might try it and fail. I had to fail before. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna the best fail. Kevin Hart failed before. Before he was Kevin Hart. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like it's definitely different because here it's like you in front of a camera, it's just you, your friends, whatever, a comfort thing. Out here is like a whole bunch of people that don't know you that you have to make laugh because that's what they're here for. So you have to know, you have to make them laugh. And with you being a social media influencer, you know what I mean? It's, it's double, it's like a double whammy because it's like, if they don't know you, you gotta make them laugh. Now you come out here, they put you on the pedal stool already. Like, yeah. oh, he got this many followers, he's known, he, he better be funny. If you go out there and you don't make them laugh, they're gonna be like, nah, I ain't buying no ticket for your show no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's different, man, going out in front of a crowd because that's ain't no, a video, I can stop the camera. Like, oh, I messed up, do it again. You can't. You gotta be witty on that stage. You mess oh, up yeah. a joke, you gotta be witty and be able to fix it without the crowd even knowing. Or if they do catch it, turn it into a joke right there and there and keep it going. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's definitely different. You can't be like, uh, cut and come back on stage and try it again. You know what I'm saying? You gotta just go. Yeah. I had some. I had some bad. I had some bad ones before, man. Ever I get booed off the stage? I only ever been booed one time. It was like my fourth time being on stage and my best friend was telling me because I had did three before that when I very first started way four videos. He was okay. like, hey, I did good for a beginner because I just used my natural ability to be goofy, silly, and it worked. And now that I'm, I'm more seasoned, it'd be like, I think they really was just laughing because they seen the potential, but I probably was making a fool out of myself by the shit I was doing. But that, like that fourth show, I think it was like the fourth or fifth one. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but he was, we was riding there. He was like, hey, you got your stuff together? I pull a notebook out. I said, uh, I got some in here. He said, man, you got to stop doing that, man. He said, you got to start having your stuff together. He said, you can't always go off being witty. You got to have your stuff that you need to talk about and use that just within the set. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he couldn't tell me nothing because he's a basketball player. Shut up. <laughs> well, so when we get there, right, I get on stage. They bring me up. And I said, uh, I don't remember what I said. My first joke, it was like a light laugh. <laughs> so I was nervous. Then I said this. I don't even remember what I said. But the second time I said something, they was like, Boo. <laughs> Boo. And I got so mad, I was like, I'm like, man, F y'all, man, I don't give a damn, F y'all. But what was really making me mad, it wasn't even about booze, but my friend was in the front cracking up. So I'm looking at him and he thought it was funny. He like, ah, I told you, I thought, and I'm like, man, no, don't tell me nothing. Help me. You know, I don't know what he was going to do, but help me, man. <laughs> and he was laughing. So that's what really made me mad. But I, I thought about that after that and I never got booed. Even if I had a good or bad show, a bad show now to me is if, um, I don't get as many laughs as I want it, you know what I'm saying? But crowds are different because you can go to, you can kill 10 shows straight and then at 11 show hit them with the same jokes that you've been killing with and they'll look at you like, and it had you second guessing like, hey, maybe they, I don't know. But it's like every crowd is different, but it's a part of growth. You just have to learn your crowds and, you know, pay attention to your crowds and figure it out. So yeah, it's definitely different. I love it though. How often do you come up with like new material? Do you introduce new material in every show or do you have, kind of have like a new set? Um, no, see, you got a book. I got a notebook and a phone full of stuff. But the, my thing is I try to master a set first, you know what I mean? And then slowly add something to it. So it would start with like five minutes of stuff that you know works. Then you add another five. Now you got 10, add another five. This is without you already naturally being able to interact with the crowd. Like I have that natural. I can yeah. go out there and talk to a crowd and have fun and have them cracking up. But if that runs out, what if it's a crowd don't want to hear you? 
kind of freestyle. You know, people can tell when you're freestyling, having fun, just going off mm -hmm. the moment. Some crowds probably be like, like, I don't want to hear that. Tell me some jokes. And if you ain't got no jokes, I'm just like, <laughs> you're dead. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've been through it, man. Yeah. I know. Definitely. And you want to do your own tour, right? No, yeah, most definitely, man. I'm thinking, I'm probably going to name it. I got the receipt, man. That's part of my little slogan from when I be cheating. That's my, that's like my getaway, get out of jail free card when I cheat. I always, I got, man, I got the motherfucking receipt right here. <laughs> Everybody love that, dude. <laughs> I might name it that just so it's like, you know, it, it, like it catches people's attention because they'll know like, oh, that cheating ass mine. That's like my first one has to be called that. You know what I mean? So definitely. Yeah, it's part it's, of your brand, you know? Yeah, I have to. Like, When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. My first one can't be nothing else. Like, death, fresh out of COVID. I don't want none of that. Right? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying people might do that. Like, fresh out of COVID or something like that. I don't know because it is. But me, I'm like, I got the receipt comedy tour. You know what I'm saying? Cheating out of my I got the receipt comedy tour. It all fits perfect for my first one. Yeah. As I build and get better and better and stronger, other things will come that make sense that fits me. But that first one is going to be called that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to do to, it. Man. You got to, man. got to. Um, how are the crowds here in Atlanta? Are they rough? Are they tough? Or? Oh man, Atlanta, hell yeah, Atlanta tough, man. Atlanta tough. They told me that before that. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta was different. Like it had me nervous after a while. Like I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm. Cause you can go. The crazy part is when I go out of town. Like if I'm here and I was going out of town and somebody booked me, I don't care where it's at, Indiana. I'm just any any place outside here. You be excited because it's like boom go, and you do it and you ain't you ain't thinking about nothing. You just go on stage and boom. But when you here, you like you got a show. My heart instantly beats. I'm like, man, damn Atlanta, man. But after I did this show with Michael Blackson, some a few other shows I've done, it was like that's kind of been going now for a while. But at first, I was nervous, and it's like, how you gonna come down here and get nervous? And this is what you came down here for. So you just got to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? How long you been in Atlanta now? A year. Well, actually, I say it's been actually longer than you have because the end of February will make two years now. The okay. end of February. Yeah, it'll make two years. So yeah, we almost two years. Was it a big leap of faith coming down here at first? Oh yeah, it was definitely a big leap of faith because I I ain't got no family down here. I don't got no family. Like, it's not like I had a family member. Then I moved down here with someone, uh, my homie Terrell Johnny's, which he's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But when he was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we knew each other, but we didn't hang out or nothing. So me coming down here, I don't know how this man lives. It's, I mean, he's a clean cut guy, so I, I figured he wasn't dirty, but. That doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's still. You never know mean. until you live with someone. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. Like, you clean cut, you get over there, you probably junky, this, you just never know what they have going on. <laughs> so I really took that because he kept telling me to come. And I would be like, in my mind, I'm like, I ain't going, I don't know, dude, like that. So then it was Super Bowl weekend. He was like, hey, man, you should move down to the eight. It's the best time to come or whatever, whatever. It was, it just happened like that. Like, and I, I didn't give my time, myself, uh, time to think about it and change my mind. I, uh, Talk to my son, and I'm like, hey, you know, because he already knows what's going on. Like, Daddy, here, I'm not gone. You know, getting the whole little spiel. He knows what's going on and everything. Boom. He was fine with it. That was like my main focus right there. As long as he's good, everybody else going to fall into place. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my only kid. You know what I'm saying? So I just did it, not knowing what was going to happen. But I knew I wasn't moving back home. I'm like, I don't want to be that, that 
that, that person that goes, leaves, and come back home, like, oh, well, I tried. Like, ain't no, I tried. I'm going to do it. You know, so I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Dig that, you know, man. So. Um, what can you tell us about First Day Out, this upcoming movie? Oh, uh, yeah. First Day Out, man. It's a movie. Uh, they still ain't put a date on it. Uh, February, they were saying, before they were saying, like, January. But then they saying February. You know, some things happen. They probably got to fix some, you know, some little things. Is, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, they know. I don't know. But now they they saying like February or March, no later than March. I thought okay. they still drop it. But um, first day out is about um, it's three guys, uh, me and two other guys, and one of our friends. He goes to jail. He do ten years because he went to jail for robbing a bank. You know, he robbed the bank, and after he robbed the bank, he's with this other guy. And he ran off on the guy. You know what I mean? They robbed the bank. He ran off on the guy and hid the money somewhere. You know what I mean? But then he ended up getting caught anyway. So he ended up going to jail doing 10 years. So the entire time, the guy is waiting on him to get out of jail. You know what I mean? So that he can, it's kind of like a Friday feel in a sense. You know, he's waiting on him to get out of jail so that he can find him and get his, you know, he wants that money that he, that he stole. So throughout the movie, we're trying to help. His name is Sweet in the movie, you know? And um, we're trying to help him find out, remember where he put the money. Cause he don't remember where he put the money at. Cause he got into a fight and they clunked him over the head in jail. So he don't remember. He <laughs> think he lost the money. So yeah, me and Lewis, which is the other guy, you know what I'm saying? My, it's crazy cause my name's Smoke in the movie. We're trying to tell him like, you know, we your boys, you can tell us where the money at, but he really don't know where the money is. You get what I'm saying? So we find the whole movie, this guy's chasing us and all types of stuff is going on. I don't want to say too much, but it's a lot going on. And it's funny as hell, but it has an amazing storyline. It's a great cast. It'll, that whole movie, the guys are chasing us, trying to get us to get that money. You know, we're trying to figure out where the money is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when y'all find out where the money is at the end, that's the crazy part. <laughs> like, mother, like this is real life. You be like, come on, man. Like, this is where it was at. <laughs> be pissed off. <laughs> and plans to do a cheating ass Myron movie? Oh yeah, I gotta do that, man. I was being told that. Uh, my first viral video in 2017, Michael Blackson told me that, like 2019, when I finally, when I first met him, he was like, hey, that's a good movie, you need to do this. But, you know, timing is everything, so yeah. I already knew. I just didn't feel it then. I knew that I could have, but I'm like, nah. And now it's like, I know I'm a lot bigger. Like, I'm a lot more bigger than even what my numbers show, you know, because I still have other social media outlets, but people don't realize your reach. You can have a mm -hmm. million followers, uh, 500 and, like, I got 562 or something, 564 or something. People share your videos, and might not, maybe not, may not tag you. That's why I never care about people tagging me like that now. At this point, it's like, if you share my video, I have a big enough fan base to where people will know somebody on your page or somewhere once they share it is going to be like, oh, that's that cheating guy or something like yeah, that. And they'll share it and share it. So yeah. my face is still being seen. Just keep my face relevant. You know what I mean? When they see me, they don't know my name. A lot of people know me as cheating ass Myron or Fofo. Other people, hey, I watch you all the time. You're the funny dude. You're funny as hell, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you recognize me. Now I'm gonna tell you my name right now. Now you know, but I get a whole lot of love from that man. Like, like a lot of love, man. So it's it's dope, man. Yeah. I love it. What's your ultimate goal out of this? To do stand up and movies, or? Yeah, man. I definitely wanna mainly movies, but I don't wanna okay. just take away from stand up. Like, I wanna do things that other people didn't do. Like, you see Kevin Hart still. He does everything. So mm -hmm. it's like he's just, if if you see him working, they make you be like, how can I? not work hard because this man can he can sit down right now and just be straight for the rest of his life kids be straight everything unless they just blow the money but i'm just <laughs> that's saying, a lot of money like, to blow <laughs> that's what i'm saying man see and he and he's in movies and commercials and just did a everything. netflix last year netflix and he but he's doing four five movies a year then he do a special like every year it seems like you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. outside of all the other things he got going on 
and all the other things he's doing to help put other comedians on and stuff like that. So it's like this man is like, it seems like he never sleeps, man. You know what I'm saying? But me, I definitely, my goal, my main thing is movies, but I still want to do stand-up. You know what I mean? But yeah. movies, like I love it, just film movies. Cause I know I'd be funny as hell in movies. I know I would. I just got too much personality, man. Like they allowed me to be myself, like stay within the script, like first day out did. Yeah. They totally, I didn't know none of them guys, none of the producer, nothing. They knew me. I got there, be yourself. You know your lines? I'm like, yes. Stay within the lines, but tell how Myron would say it. Same energy, the <laughs> attitude you have in the video, that's what we want. That's why we got you. And they yeah. allowed me to do it. And I was like, and I was watching them tell other people, like, uh-uh, turn down. You can't do this. And then, but no matter what I did, they allowed me to be myself. They never told me it was too much. Nope. They never, I'm, I was trying to think, like, maybe. But they never told me, like, it was too much. They just let me, allowed me to be myself 100%. Yeah. Would you do roles outside of comedy? Like, would you do some drama? Would you do some serious yeah, you acting? You know what? I, I want to. I would try, but I just know people. I'd just be like, man, people going to look at me. People just going like, to laugh anyway. They're going to laugh. Like, I'd be serious still crying and everything. They're going to be like, they just won't take it serious, man. What'd you do? Would you laugh? What would you do? Could you see me being serious? Would you laugh? What would you do? You see me always running around and draw. Like, man, I got to retreat, man. Let's get it. Then I got to be try to be all serious, man. they like, man. <laughs> They got to make me mad for real before the movie. Like, piss them off and then have them shoot the scene. <laughs> well, I meant to ask you, man, going back to these uh, cheating Myron, um, have you ever had, like, a neighbor look outside or come up to you and think this was real or anything? Oh, yeah. Because it's so loud. <laughs> yeah, it's loud and everything. Oh, yeah, people look out the window. The crazy thing is, once I say action and we run, because that's a lot of running I'll be doing. I'm not stopping to be like, hey, hold on, you know just a video, don't call the police. I'm going to run right past that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep running. They're gonna be looking like, if they don't know me, they like, like, what the? And I just keep going. Then when I'm walking back in my drawers, like, hey, man, no, that was just a video. Because <laughs> they be looking out the window. They do look out the window. One guy, the first one, the first one I ever did is crazy. Uh, see, my city, I made a name in my city before I left my hometown so I can be big in my city first. And once I got real big known there, that's when I moved to Atlanta. So when I was doing this video, uh, a guy, I was walking with the dog in the rain, just in drawers and stuff, and the yeah. girl on the side of me snapping on me. A car pulled in. He was like, hey, dog, you all right? You all right? But they asking me this while we're, we're not done with the video, so I have to ignore him, and I'm keep walking while she snapped. But they didn't pull off. They got the window down. They looking. They ain't got no phones out. They really trying to see if I'm okay. And then I'm like, uh, when we done, I start laughing. I said, man, I'm good. I said, no, I'm good, man. I'm just shooting the video. But I'm in my drawers still. That's the, the crazy. I'm in my drawers in socks with an umbrella, the dog walking out. But I'm like, no, I'm good, man. I'm just doing the video. And they looked, they were like, Oh man, that's that funny nigga, man. They say yo ass crazy, man, and pulled off. Like, <laughs> then I was uh, rollerblading in some drawers on the freeway one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that one too. Yeah. I, had a, I had a garbage bag on my back, like she put me out. That's all I had, man. I had, a, I think I had a ball and a shovel. I don't know what I had in my head. And, my, and my guy was on the side of me, following me, like, hey man, what happened to you? I'm like, man, she put me out, man. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I was like, she ain't, I, I don't know what I had in my hand, man. I take everything. I've been walking down the street and drawers with a ceiling fan. I had a whole ceiling fan in my hand walking down a busy street. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest stuff ever, man, when I think about it. But people were riding past like, 
like hunking, uh, or got their phones out. And I'm like, man, I hope they don't post my video before I get to post it. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, look at this fool. Yeah, man. They see it, then they see it. If somebody in the comments, if you look through the comments sometimes, they'll be like, man, oh, man, I thought this was real, man. I seen you uh, walking down over there by Stevens High School. I thought this was real. I don't even reply back. I just be like, <laughs> but it's funny, funny, dog. You just look out the window, and you see some guy walking with his <laughs> I had, a, I had a real a wooden ceiling fan, oh, a big whole ceiling fan, because we had got one took out our ceiling and got a new like one put in. So I, it was in the garage, and I'm just great. It was heavy as hell too. I'm just walking <laughs> mad as hell, man. <laughs> I do it all, I do all type of stuff. Yeah. yeah, man, don't people be looking at me crazy? I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I could, if I was your neighbor, I'd be like, what, man? There they go again. There they go. Yeah, they, they, once you get in the neighborhood and they get to know you, that's like they know you. They they know you, so they just see you like they they be looking out their window or they standing outside in the door. Like it look like some real drama going on. They be standing up, <laughs> watching like this. Like you know, when the police pull up or a fire truck, all the people come outside trying to see what's going on. That's how they be. Yeah, in my hometown, at least, you know what I'm saying. When I be there, they see me doing videos. They be standing. I'm like, just don't record it and post it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Myron, do you have any advice for any upcoming comedians on how to get a start? Oh, man, consistency, man. Most definitely consistency. Because uh, a lot of people will start and then they get discouraged because numbers ain't matching up. Like, they'll see us going viral and all that. And they're like, man, why my stuff in there? It's not be funny. It's like, obviously, it's not your niche and don't nobody know you yet. You get what I'm saying? So. You have to be consistent and just and just uh, keep going, staying, you know, and being motivated. You know what I mean? Like, don't let nobody tell you, oh, this ain't funny. Like, if you think it's funny, just post it. Eventually, you will find your niche. I did a lot of stuff. People said, that ain't funny when I first started. I didn't even care. I was tunnel vision. <laughs> I was just dropping stuff. Like, I you know this is going to work. Now, I didn't care about no views. <laughs> I didn't care about views. Man, I, was get, I remember I was getting six views on stuff. Six? 24 on Facebook. Because I started on Facebook and converted like millions and millions and millions of views. And then I, I, then I went over to Instagram and I came up with the name Cheating Ass Myron, you know, and cause it fit what I was doing, you know. And um, shout out to some lady named Tamara, Tamara. I never met her in person, but she found me cause she was seeing my videos on Facebook and she emailed me, said, hey, I finally found your page on Instagram. I had like 2,200, 1,200, I don't remember followers. I didn't even care about Instagram. She was like, uh, I find your page, your marketing sucks. I thought you had more followers. <laughs> I was like, I don't market. Because I wasn't marketing then. I was like probably about eight videos in ever being cheating as Myron. So yeah. I didn't even, that wasn't even my name. I was just Myron Jewel on there. That's it. So I told her that and she was like, uh, I can help you. She was like from Philly or something. I, I couldn't point this woman out. I, I never met her, nothing. And she was like, I do marketing. I won't charge. She said, you're hilarious. Let me help you. I gave her my IG password because I'm like, what's she going to steal? 1,200 followers? <laughs> 2,200, whatever it was. I gave her that. And she had me send her all my videos from Facebook. And she started posting them with captions. And I remember even on there, I was getting like 12 views. And then I remember I got my first 1,000 views. on When she started putting different captions with it, I'm like, damn, I got 1,000 views. I was geeked about 1,000 views. Now I get that in seconds. You know what I mean? But back then, I was happy, man. But shout out to her because she showed me how to run my page, basically. And then she was around for a little bit. And then, I don't know, I just ain't heard from her no more, but I'm sure she still knows who I am, like, because social media, but oh, yeah. I never not shout that woman out, even though I can't point her out. I can't point you out, but Tamara, Tamara, I remember your name, and that's you from Philly. I know that much. <laughs> but she definitely helped me. All right, Myron, anything else you working on, man? What else coming up for you for the new year? Uh, well, like, you, we covered every, uh, not everything, but of course, obviously, uh, comedy tour. I want to do, uh, I got to receive comedy tour. Definitely shoot my own movie. You know what I mean? Um, first day out, coming out. 
I want to do my own comedy special. I don't know if I'm gonna do it here or in my hometown because that's where I, you know, where I'm from, and do it like probably like 30 minutes or something like that, 30, 45 minutes, like get a real dope set, boom, and then put it on Amazon Prime. You know what I mean? Definitely yeah. want to do that. Uh, working on merch. I guess okay. we got to get merch. I ain't never had merch. She be on me about that. A lot of the stuff I'm saying already, she been told me. But you know how men are. We drag our feet sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah. That's that's pretty much it right now with the long term goals to definitely just be in movies. You know what I mean? Like definitely be in movies, man. Yeah. But I wanna get those get those things that I just named out the way. Like first the, the comedy show, my own movie and my comedy special. Like I have to get that done this year. You know what I mean? I feel like amazed. I'm like, damn, I did it. You know what I'm saying? And after that, definitely wanna do more movies, but I have to do that movie first to brand mm-hmm. myself more. Yeah. So I dig that. Most definitely. All right. Any shout outs before we wrap it up? Oh, man. Shout out to uh, my people that's been supporting me, man. You know, all my friends, man. Um, I can't name all them. All my market friends, man. Uh, so I got a time limit on this? I got 30 seconds? <laughs> 30 seconds, yeah. 30 yeah. seconds. I'm you know, you, a time you can't tell no black person that. They've been talking for five <laughs> minutes. Shout outs. <laughs> no, I swear. <laughs> but oh, no, my immediate circle, like, especially my sister, man. My sister, uh, Gio, Mikey, Dang, Boo. These are like my tight friends. B. Jones, Unpredictable Drew, man. Gotta give some love to Ashley, man. She be like, on me, on me. Like, I hate it, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Puncho, man. That's my dog. From Florida, that's my right hand. He like my brother, too. Puncho Villaggio. He was on the B. Simone show. Uh, Chuck, uh, anybody else that just shot, you know, gave me a lot of, um, you know what I mean? Like, anybody that, because it's too many names. Everybody that ever gave me opportunity, y'all know who y'all are, man. Like, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Like, just... Hold tight, man. We about to, we gonna blow up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my son, though. I, I ain't want to have to say it, but it's like, of course, my son. I, I should know that. You know, he's the reason I go so hard. So, yeah, it's 30 seconds. Yeah. Probably 45, but. <laughs> Gucci bet around my waist like a hula hoop. You finally caught a body, whoopie doodle doo. Never seen no wedding on these funerals. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.